Hello and welcome back to another episode of A Method to the Madness, our Breaking Bad edition. I'm your host, Mitchie, and joining me as usual is Patrick. Hello. And this time we're covering Season 5, Episode 12, Rabid Dog. Uh, this is a great episode, really sets up um, truly for the next two episodes, which are both epic. So, yeah, pretty keen to get in and talk about this one. Could you please read out the plot summary, please, Pat? All right. So, uh, Jesse is nowhere to be found by Walt after he has doused his home in fuel. To mask the truth, Walt fabricates a story of a malfunction- malfunctioning fuel pump for the smell of fuel in the house, and the Whites are forced to live in a hotel temporarily. Skylar immediately suspects Walt, which is confirmed when Walt meets Saul in the hotel car park. Skylar gets the truth from Walt and ruthlessly condones the killing of Jesse, who is threatening their safety. A flashback reveals that Jesse was stopped by Hank, who takes Jesse into his own home to get a confession on Walter's criminalities. Hank and Gomez tape Jesse as he recounts his history with Walt. However, because there is no physical evidence and Walt has left the meth business, Hank has nothing sufficiently incriminating to take to the authorities. Walt leaves a voicemail for Jesse asking to meet in a public plaza in downtown Albuquerque to discuss Brock's poisoning and to reconcile. Hank coerces the reluctant Jesse to comply, despite Jesse's fear for his own safety. Wired, Jesse goes to meet with Walt, but backs down after mistakenly after mistaking a nearby pedestrian for a hitman. Angered, Jesse goes to a payphone to call Walt and threatens him. A furious Hank berates Jesse for ruining the plan, but Jesse calmly informs him that he has a better strategy in mind. Meanwhile, Walt calls Todd, requesting a job for his uncle Jack. End of episode. Nice. I like the opening um, scene in this one when Walt kind of drives up to the house and sees, obviously, Saul's car all parked up in his front garden and he just gives this look like as he pulls out his gun of like, oh, this might be it, you know, I've got to kill Jesse. You can really see it in his face. Mm. And then the suspense build up in that general scene when he's walking through his house and the music is actually really good in this scene. And yeah, it's just a, a good one because I guess if you were watching this for the first time, you didn't know what was happening. This could feasibly be when one of them kill each other or something big happens. Uh, yeah, this time around, I've been really noticing the the camera work. I love how, because, you know, he's checking all the rooms, then it kind of stops outside his bedroom. And you see yeah. Walt go in and for a couple seconds, you don't hear or see anything. And then and then he walks back out with his with the gun, you know, with his shoulders kind of relaxed and like yeah. he's not pointing at anything anymore. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's just something so like good and effective and efficient about about the um about the visual storytelling in these in these in especially in this last season, I think. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. certainly. And even the um, like I said, the the music was like this digitally synthesized kind of hum, and it just built mm-hmm. suspense really well. And there was actually some other good music in this. Like a bit later on, there was a, a some music as he's trying to deal with the fuel situation in his house. It was just this cool kind of like like psychedelic inspired music with like reverse synthesized sounds, like you know, played in reverse. Um, right. Yeah, which is again just I don't know sometimes. I don't really think about the soundtrack of of Breaking Bad much, but it's kind of underrated. It's cool. <laughs> yeah, no, they. It's like it's so esoteric, like the the music choices yeah. they <laughs> used to, because you know, it, it, like Breaking Bad visually is kind of like banal. Like it's you know it's just like desert and just suburb suburbia and shit. But yeah. they they pair it with like really kind of wacky music, and it creates this yeah. awesome juxtaposition. Sometimes it's great, right? 
Yeah. Also, I love how, it, uh, again, like, you know, the Gilligan structuring the episode in a way to create the most suspense possible is seeing Walt's POV first instead of Hank's. Yeah. Because, um, you know, you'd think that, like, like chron- chronologically, like, last episode, you see Jesse pouring the gasoline, right? So you'd think this episode would start out from his POV, but it, that, yeah. they say that for the end just to create that suspense, and it's really good. Yeah, true. It's a good point. Like, such mm. little things like that, you know, just the ordering of things make yeah. a huge difference. I like how he um, tries to, like, buy his way into getting the carpet cleaned. Like, you know, <laughs> like, obviously the carpet cleaner knows what he's talking about and there's nothing he can do to get the smell out. And he's just so arrogant. Well, you know, thinks money can buy everything, offers him more money. And the dude's just like, oh, you know, I'd love to take more of your money, but there's nothing I can do about this, you know. And it kind of hits Walt and, and it would be a pain in the ass. And I guess it's just kind of a, a reality thing for 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 me anyway i kind of looked at it like yeah actually money doesn't really buy you everything does it like you know yeah <laughs> even if you got a lot of money you can't really help that situation because when your wife's coming home and you got to cover this up well that's just a matter of time not money well she came home late at night so maybe there was there was a couple hours maybe he could have gotten some ragtag a team of carpet removalists to <laughs> to do yeah, that for maybe him, maybe but yeah, no, that's a good point. Money can't buy everything for Walt. Mm, mm. Yeah. What do you reckon of the the lying when they come home? Yeah, he yeah, his story. I, dude, he's so... He, he oversells it. He oversells yeah. the story. Like, he's just too theatrical about this, I think. Um, yeah. If he, if he was more subtle about it, I think... You know, well, it worked out for... It kind of it works out for Walter Jr. because Walter Jr. kind of gives him, um, it kind of saves him from his story, from his own story. He's like, no, don't lie. You passed out, didn't you? And then Walt's like, oh, <laughs> fuck, that is a good explanation. I'll, I'll go with that then. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just like, I don't know. You think a man that smart would kind of learn how to lie a bit better? Like, like I, it kind of, the way he lies really matches his pre-Heisenberg persona. But yeah it doesn't match at all the character he has now and as a viewer you know we obviously know he's lying because we know the truth but even the acting just stands just stands out as being like so bad like as in the lying like you know it's so obvious that he's lying that it's just ridiculous that and and you can tell that neither um skylar nor uh walt jr even (laughs) you know they they see right through it too although walt jr doesn't quite get it yeah, which um, forces him into the hotel, and we get a pretty critical scene here uh, when Bolt comes back from seeing Saul. We get this massive shift from, from Skylar with, I guess, the aid of alcohol. She uh, kind of has a different view on things, and he, she's basically condoning the killing of Jesse, right? Because obviously she's you know fearing for the safety of her own family and that's that's totally understandable but it's just Mm. such a dynamic change from her something that we wouldn't expect and we see that kind of real drug lord ruthless character from walt bleed into skylar yeah well skylar she all all skylar knows that walt has has killed a lot of people at this point right and i was thinking from skylar's perspective it must seem kind of odd that walt is defending jesse because from his description, because, you know, Walt, Walt's sort of describing Jesse, he's like, oh, you know, he, he he has a tendency to fly off the handle. 
from Scarlet's <laughs> perspective, Jesse just must sound like the typical, like, insane, druggy slash dangerous person, you know? Yeah. You know, you know what I'm talking about? Like, like. Yeah, like know, a method. Yeah, when uh, I've I've encountered a few methods in in my time, and you know they're always like you you don't know what they're gonna do. Hey, like, um, <laughs> and and yeah, like you know Walt really humanizes Jesse, and then and then Skylar's must be thinking like, well, what fuck? You've killed all these people. Like, why are you hesitating to kill this guy out of out of all people? You know, like obviously, you know, obviously she doesn't understand the bond that they have, but yeah, I think it's 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 it makes sense coming from Skylar. I think. It does, yeah. It's just, I guess we haven't seen her as an audience like that before. I mean, normally she's a very kind of a motherly-like character, very human, very compassionate. This is the yeah. first time we kind of see her condone someone dying for a good mm. reason, of course. You know, I can understand from her perspective, but it's certainly a big shift for the audience. Is this the first time, like, Saul, Saul has has suggested killing jesse before right but this is the yeah. first time he's used a belize metaphor which i really like <laughs> sentence you're full of colorful metaphors aren't you Saul? yeah <laughs> i love that line rabbit i'll dog. send you to belize yeah yeah that's um yeah he, he really is full of colorful metaphors <laughs> yeah no doubt oh wait it. yeah no that's right he he used the belize metaphor in an earlier episode this time he he was talking about old yellow or something right Sorry, yeah, I can't remember the name of the dog. I assume, yeah, no, it was old something, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What, what was it, Belize one? I I believe Belize was like in an earlier episode. Um, yeah, but what, what does I, it mean? Oh, like take a trip to Belize means like you know he they that you Off him. he's killed him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you send someone on a trip to Belize, they're not coming back. You know. Yeah, it must be a nice place. People don't want to yeah. come back from there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then after that, we obviously get the twist that you talked about. The Hank comes in and stops Jesse from committing arson. And yeah, what an interesting twist. Yeah, what? Why does Jesse always use a CD to crush meth on? <laughs> no, no, like, that was, was that wasn't that cocaine? What was it? How how would how do you know? It, how would you distinguish? Does he always use? I've never seen him use a CD for. Crushing meth. Uh, he... He, I, I swear in the early seasons, when he was about to shoot those two guys that Walt runs over, he was using a CD as well. Oh, maybe. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like I, it's a flat surface, but like. I think what? I think what it. But when Saw turns up at the car wash in the next episode, he says something about. I don't know. I just always assumed it was cocaine. But yeah, I suppose it could be uh, meth too. What? I just yeah, felt I mean, like he was off meth. Like, like he's kind of learned a lesson with meth and he's been smoking a lot of pot, right? I just assumed that he wouldn't do it anymore. But yeah, I guess it could be meth too. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, it's a weird <laughs> detail to change if it was cocaine. I just assumed it's meth. Yeah, I guess we'll never know because it's not really indicated. Well, Saul in, does the next say, episode, like, yeah. in the next episode, Walt says he, Jesse's using again when he's talking to Andrea, so true okay yeah but i kind of felt like he was but he did actually pick the disc up so yeah he wasn't lying i just yeah assume he was using that more as a yeah yeah okay fair enough it's meth yeah i don't know why he uses a cd i guess <laughs> yeah i mean i, I know, know, I know using cds for cocaine is a thing right like you divide like because it's you know nice and thin and you can split the cocaine up into those 
whatever you call it, the lines. Yeah, but, um, I don't know. It just seems weird and arbitrary, like a CD out of all meth. things. Yeah. yeah. So you need to crush it. I don't think a CD would crush meth. Yeah. Looks pretty hard. Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm not a druggo. <laughs> I don't do meth. Yeah, you wouldn't damage any of your precious CDs, eh? Your, your, your te- all your tenant. Yeah. Imagine if some drugger broke in and started using your your Inception CD to snort coke off of. That's a rich man's way of doing drugs. You just yeah. using 4K discs for yeah. making cocaine lines. <laughs> I I only snort meth off of like Kino movie seat discs in 4K. <laughs> yeah, in 4K. Yeah. yeah. Um, we get a real interesting scene that kind of from marie she meets our psychologist and has a chat to him about it and you know she's obviously not divulging anything to him but he says a very critical thing that violence never ever solves any problem right and given that what skylar said you know which is like condoning violence and also hank's behavior after that scene it's actually a very very critical thing this psychologist says i suppose that really ties in with the rest of the episode yeah Um, and marie goes don't worry i'd never actually hurt someone it just feels good to think about which is pretty interesting considering how you know there's that there's that video by the take where they make an argument for how marie is like a walter white light um which and you know that's something walter probably would have thought uh, uh, of himself before he became heisenberg right like he probably had maybe you know violent thoughts every now and again but he probably told himself oh i'd never act on it yeah. So who knows, man? I think out of out of every character that isn't Walt, I reckon Marie would be the next mo- most likely to break bad. <laughs> Although I feel like we all kind of, I mean, I I don't think I've ever had like such, you know, virulent hate for someone where I thought about them dying or something or killing them because yeah, I don't know. I've just never done that, and I, I suppose I've never hated many people in my life, but. The odd few that I have severely disliked, I've never really thought about killing them or anything. But I don't know. I, I feel like that is a thing, though, that people do, thinking about killing someone because they're pissed off with them. Like, I think it's a reasonably normal human thing to do, which might indicate that, well, it does indicate, of course, that every person can break bad when pushed to circumstances yeah. that don't fit them. Guess we'll never find out unless they make like a what if series like they did with Marvel, but with Breaking Bad. <laughs> what, what if Marie broke bad? <laughs> yeah, I'd watch that. I'd condone a BBU. <laughs> Breaking Bad, Breaking Bad extended universe. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then yeah, um, like I said, it really ties in well with Hank's behavior in this. So he obviously takes Jesse in, pretends to be a nice guy to him, and poor fucking Jesse, man, like. You know, Jesse's obviously not doing well and he's he, he, he's going to burn down Bre- uh, uh, Walt's house, which is obviously not a good thing to do. But I still think he's the most human character in the whole series. And he just always has to deal with these awkward wives. Like he walks out of that bedroom and Marie <laughs> looks at him like, what the fuck? And I don't know. I just feel really sorry for him. Like everyone kind of hates him. Everyone kind of just, everyone thinks he's a method. Like that that is a problem, right? They just think he's scum because he... He has done meth. He's got issues with drugs rather than being sympathetic and understanding why he's got a problem with it. And yeah, I guess that's the whole point. And he's being used again. Yeah. For someone else's purposes. Like now it's Hank <laughs> using him. He, you know, he reckons he's going to get killed. And then Gomez is like, oh, you know, he actually has a point. And then what does Hank say? Like, oh, you know, Pinkman gets killed. We get it all on tape. 
Yeah, like, and fucking... he says he's, he's, he's just one other method that's going to die. Like, how unsympathetic is that? Yeah, how like, brutal. Jesse needs a break. Jesse needs a break. And Hank is also, this really shows you how really, I mean, you fight fire with fire, right? Like, Walt is ruthless too, but Hank is ruthless. And as we see later on, he's, this kind of behavior is really indicative of his policing nature. Like he's obviously being trained in a way to really, really just like think of the enemy Oh, sorry. Think of drug dealers as the enemy, like it's a war, and mm. that that tends to be like how police think about these kind of things. And is you know, war on drugs, like that's a historical, well-known thing quoted by Reagan, who was very against drugs and spent billions of dollars, which was really a waste of money, trying to wage a war on drugs. Right, and you see that in Hank. It obviously comes from the way he's trained, and again, you know, with recent changes in society and different ideas and stuff we're seeing that this idea of the war on drugs is actually quite pointless and really doesn't result in any in in the society that's any better and we kind of see that being represented through hank like Mm. because hank goes to such lengths and he's so brutal about this and where does that you know where does he end up because of that not good as we'll see later on so you know he's not doing anything good at all for himself either and i think I don't know. I, I don't know what the intentions were of the writers, but that's kind of the lesson I took from that. Like this brutality that H- Hank also has is just as bad as Walt in some regard. Yeah, I mean, the war on drugs isn't strictly an American thing, but it certainly is concentrated a lot in America. And Yeah, it's kind of where it came from. Yeah, I mean, a lot of this series is about condemning institutions in America, like, you know, the healthcare system leading to Walt cooking mm. meth and as you were just talking about Hank being indoctrinated into this war on drugs. Yeah. Yeah, it's all yeah. very interesting. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Especially especially since this is quite old and I don't think uh, political opinions about how to deal with drugs have changed much since Reagan. So, I don't know. It, it's not so overt like the healthcare criticism because that's certainly <laughs> overt in this series. Yeah. But, um, but it definitely is indicating that, you know, being a brutal cop against the drug dealers is not necessarily the best thing to do. And lo and behold, in the last five years or so, we've some countries have changed their tactics and it's actually working a lot better than being ruthless. So, I don't know. It's just kind of almost like a premonition, really, yeah. from such an old series. Yeah, it's cool. It's a very good point. You know, very, very open-minded from the writers, yeah. I would say. Um, but, yeah, he's... <laughs> fucking brutal and then jesse goes and thinks that bald poor poor father <laughs> is a hitman who's just really looking for his little young daughter yeah bro what um what, what do you what do you call that like profiling or like yeah it's prejudice is so prejudiced man like a ra- almost racial profiling yeah. like a white bald dude oh man he must be a hitman yeah wow <laughs> shake my head jesse yeah. <laughs> yeah bro it's so tragic yeah. too eh? like Walt actually did just want to talk to jesse and uh, like you know i mean it is Walt's fault for for giving jesse this image about him as this ruthless killer um but you know also like fuck what would have happened if they just sat down and talked you know mm, yeah. so much so yeah so many different things although it would have worked out well the law-wise because he had the wire on him. And yeah, Who true. knows what Hank would have done with that info. But, yeah, I don't know, man. Just complicated, isn't it? Jesse's Jesse's a very emotional but human man and he doesn't realize that. I don't know. I, I don't really see what Walt did 
as right at all, but, you know, poisoning Brock, I mean, but it's kind of justifiable, sort of, because, you know, it was to save his family from Gus Fring, so, but, you know, Jesse's not going to see it like that. Yeah. Anyway, that's all I had. Did you have anything else? <laughs> no, that's about it. Good episode. Set- setting up for the next two fantastic episodes. Yeah. Uh, join us next time for season five, episode 13. See ya. See ya. Stop what you're doing. Turn and face me. You want to you wanna know what he did? You want to hear about it? Jesse, put out the lighter. He poisoned a little kid. It ain't your old boy just because, you know, just as a move. I want a bastard. Secrets out. We'll talk about it. But I need you to put out the lighter, okay? Look, Jesse. Jesse, I don't want to kill you. And you don't want to be killed. So put it out. You can't keep getting away with it! He can't keep getting away with it! He won't. You really want to burn him down? Let's do it together. If you like this series, Mitch is going to tell you where you can find more of these. Yep, so you can find us on Spotify, YouTube, iTunes, SoundCloud, or Stitcher. And we've also got a website, amtgm.com, where you can find our fabulous episodes on Breaking Bad. If you have any questions, queries, insights, or criticism, you can send them to mail at amtgm.com. And as always, thank you for listening.